Right there, boy. What's going on, my lovers? <laughs> that was so funny. I was like, you're just trying to chew it up. You know, you nearly choked. All right, don't ever do that on stage. MCs, forget the bubble gum, chewing gum, sweets and all that. Don't get carried away. You know, I tell you, I didn't tell you a lot about this here, but when I was uh, in um, France, you know, the last time where I only got to do like 15 minutes or whatever, I made the mistake of quickly like trying to get a swig of this alcohol. I didn't know what it was. It was just brown liquor. I didn't realize it was whiskey. It was some like high class whiskey. Bruv, when I went to swallow, it was like, it just burned. And I couldn't, like my first six bars or something, I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't wrap them. <laughs> I was meant to come in straight away. Yo, by the way, welcome back, my beloveds. This is some sh you might not never know nothing about. That's right. Something you might not never know nothing about. I'm your host right now, Mice Diggy. I'm here with my co-host, Dan DNA, controlling the boards, handed, doing the octopus thing. You know what I mean? Hands all over the buttons and that. Mm. And making it happen. Welcome back, mother lovers. It's been a minute. We had a couple, I think we had a couple weeks off, didn't we? Or was it one week off? Uh, one, I think one week. Yeah. Cause I we, think you know, so. We had some things going on. Oh yeah, uh, yeah I, that was it. Our guest was a bit ill, but um, hopefully next week we should be having him in. Oh, was um, it two weeks then? Yeah, I think it was two him. weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was two weeks. Yeah, we do apologize for that, but you know we always want to come back with some quality when we do take some time off. You know we've been messing around. Yeah, I've got some. Yeah, you know I mean someone to tell you something you might not never know nothing about. We want to give a shout out to everyone in the comment section so far. The common senses. Shout out to Alexander Morrison. We got Black Einstein. Hold tight, Alan Stephen. See, you wanted me to stay Stefan, but nah, man. I know what I'm dealing with here now. All you PHs and your V words out there. <laughs> Shout out to you more. Big up Black Einstein in the building. Yes, all the crew locked in. Nice one, JM. What's going on, man? Good to see you lot, man. It's always good to be back. Yeah, it's been a crazy couple weeks. I ain't going to lie. I've had some time off. So it's always crazy when I've got time off. Catching up with people. You know what I mean? Trying to mm. get more music done as well. I'm very excited about what's coming, D. Yeah. You got yeah, good stuff yeah, in the pipeline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Pitch 92, man. We got some fire, but Well, I think you gave us too much away already. Nah, 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 nah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Um, So, yeah, man. Good time off. I'm going to be back out there again now gigging with um, Smokey Joe and the Kid. So, uh, you know what I mean? Getting myself prepped for that. Um, big up to all the crew that have been coming through to the shows, man. It's, uh, it's been nuts out there. And you know, we got to hit you with a good one tonight. Before I do that, though, before we get into that, let me shout out the CMOS boss. Ladies and gents, you know we do our best up here to promote well-being. You know what I mean? Health, having a good life. And I think if you don't have uh, sea vegetables in your life, especially CMOS, but there's a whole lot of other sea vegetables available from the CMOS boss. .co.uk. And you know, it's because of the, the amount of nutrients in these foods. When I'm talking about Irish moss, you can get um, Irish moss gel. So it's already made up for you. All you got to do is take one or two scoops, put in some water or whatever. You can even just um, um, straight off the um, teaspoon or tablespoon, if you know what I mean, if your mouth is wide enough. Some people got that jaw thing, you know, apparently it's to do with how when we grew up, we weren't eating the right food. So, you know, your jaw, you get the overbite when they got the lower jaw's a bit smaller, yeah. Oh, mine's bigger. Yeah, mine, bigger. mine goes. Oh wow! My bottom so teeth come right ahead in. of my top teeth. Yeah. You're raw carrot all day. You're just going in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some people can't do that. They can't. Oh, they have the overbite. They've got the overbite. Yeah. So, you know, mm. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Poor people. But yo, trust. Regardless, when it comes to skin, bones, joints, um, yeah, sea moss all sort of eyes, hair, everything, yeah. man. Sea moss, like, def- yeah, you notice that, right? Mm. Dan, yeah. aka Dandolf, by the way. You know <laughs> what I mean? Cool, like, do, you you see, do you see any snow on these shoulders? Dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> Dandruff is dead. It's all about Dan- <laughs> Dandolf. <laughs> but yeah, man. So, you know, um, packed with all types of vitamins and minerals, you should definitely do your research on it. But um, these guys have made sure that their stuff is 100% um, organic. It's wildcrafted as well. So that means that it's not being babied. It's, it's learning how to live on its own, you know what I mean, and survive and ain't getting plucked. You know, I said plucked, by the way, because we're, we're not in watershed yet. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, man, and available for everybody, man, to enjoy. Um, also an independent, you know what I mean, business right here and you know it's all it's very um important that we support independent businesses especially now you know i mean it's like trying to shut them down we can't let that happen especially with this so you can get all types of stuff wakami bladder rack spirulina dose um please like do as much as you can to find out what the benefits are but if you want to get um 20 percent discount you go to the cmosboss.co.uk on any of your orders. Yeah, 20% discount. Once you get to the um, checkout, make sure you put in about 20. That's in uh, all uppercase. About 20 and you get yourself 20% off any order from the cmosboss.co.uk. Shout out to Richie and Terrain. Yes, man. Yeah. You know, we love what you do. Uh, apparently, they got some new. There might be some new thing coming out. What was it? Like a... It's like a um, for bathing, for bathing, and you put you know a pouch seaweed and hey, put it in, do what it's doing, and then you know like when you go in the sea, you have that swim, and then your skin just feels like vibrant, and it's yeah. like yo, what's going on here? I'm all glowing, mm. yeah. It's kind of got that effect. So yeah, man, nice. look out for that, mother lovers. Jeez, yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight, man. It's always good to catch up with different people, like. Um, I'm sure if anyone caught the um, show we had uh, where we were speaking to Theo, Chaos Crew, um, DJ Sammy J, it was interesting. You know, like we love talking about obviously the music and whatnot, and especially like the UK hip hop scene because it's so, I think from the outside looking in, a lot of people think it's very close knit and everyone, and there might have been a time where there were pockets of the country that are like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. All in all, it's like, nah, people just do tracks with each other. They might not even see each other when they, you know, they do the tracks. But, yeah. you know, the, yeah, there's a scene there, but it's like from the outside looking in, it must look a lot different. And it, it, it was, it, and even from the inside, you know what I mean? Like speaking to them a lot, it was interesting hearing different stories, especially about the Chaos crew coming up and who they, they've been working with and whatnot. Yeah. So for us, this stuff is really enjoyable. It's definitely a part of why we started doing this podcast. It's like, so we can all communicate more on a level that we might not have done before. We, we find out stuff that we might not never have mm. known about yeah, each yeah. other. Do you it's know what I mean? for us as well, yeah. And um, so this, like, getting on the guests that we're getting on tonight, for us is interesting because we're in the scene and it's like I was saying, you know, earlier that um, for me, you know, getting responses from people outside of the country was even more of a like, wow, you know you're doing something right. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. you're doing something right if people that don't even really hear your voice that often are like, yo, this is hip hop right here. This is, you know, and um, whether it be from people in Australia, Denmark or 
you know what I mean? Like um, the Mecca, you know what I mean? But hearing um, and seeing videos um, from this guy, it just really takes me back to <clears throat> that energy of like, you know, hearing something new mm. and hearing it, and it's like, yo, this guy's got bars. Like, let me rewind. Did you hear what he said? You know, all of that stuff, man. I really get um, that energy from watching his videos, man. So, yo, without further ado, let's introduce, ladies and gentlemen, let's see some fire emojis up in there, the common senses. The Canadian dad mother lovers. We're welcoming him in right now. Yo, <laughs> what's the, have we got the, the, ah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's enough. That's enough, man. That's enough. Yo, <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. Thanks, get Thanks for having me on. Yo, appreciate you coming on, brother. Definitely, man. Yes. So let's get into it, man. Because <laughs> like I was saying, for us, it's an honor, man. It really is an honor because a lot of people, um, you know, try their damnedest to make quality music. Um, they get out there and then it just feels like on your doorstep, there's not as much love as there is, you know, in other countries, other territories and whatnot. And so it's always a pleasure, you know, to see that you appreciate like the UK uh, music, like the stuff that we're doing out here. Um, especially being that you're from Canada where there's a lot of quality music out there anyway. So we know, you know what I mean? We know, all right, this guy listens to stuff, man. But yeah, one of the first questions I wanted to ask, man, was, you know, what was your introduction to the UK hip-hop scene? Was Did someone pass you a tune and you're like, oh, okay, or did you know about this stuff from way back anyway? I, I knew of, through my buddy Vinny, uh, he's a huge... UK hip hop fan. Mm. Um, ever since we were a kid, we we're in a group together, and uh, he always tried to get us to listen. Back then, it was he was always talking about guests, um, and even further now that we're adults, he he kept trying to get me and, and our other our other friend Corey trying to get us interested. But we're both kind of in our own head. We have our own thing that we like. Um, and it just neither one of us had any kind of interest in hearing it. And what year was this? Sadly, like this was he's always been pushing it all the time, talking about how great it is. Uh, <laughs> and to be completely honest, I mean, by the time I reached probably uh, my thirties, I had kind of lost interest in a lot of the music because I felt like it had gone in the wrong direction. Um, so I was pretty much listening to three or four artists or listening only to 90s um, yeah. hip hop. That's all I would listen to. Mm. Became big fans of Run the Jewels because that kind of felt like that true, uh, staying true to the music type of Raw. type of music. Yeah. Um, and then it wasn't until COVID happened that we're stuck in our houses. I needed the creative outlet. I'm, I, I, liked, I consider myself a creative guy, but I couldn't write. Um, couldn't paint and couldn't go out of the house. And I needed something other than just sitting on my ass, watching television or playing video games or reading. So I, I went upstairs. I said to my, my uh, then fiance and our two daughters, I said, you know, what do you think about dad making a, a YouTube uh, channel? Yeah. And, and they said, yeah, it's great. You should react to hip hop music. And I said, well, you know what? I'm going to do UK hip hop. Uh, kind of, kind of as I didn't think it'd be more than a couple of videos before somebody told me to piss off. Um, 
And I put it on. The very first track was Honor Codes from, from the Four Owls, and that was it. I was I was hooked, man. That was they oh, had me up on the sinker. Wow. That's crazy, man. So, you, okay, what was it that made you say, I'm going to do UK hip hop? Like, because, you know, like you said, you weren't really interested when your friend was trying to get you into well, it. Think, Did you think, like, yeah, yeah I think that, I'll have fun with I this? Think, yeah, I mean, I think it was, I think because for me, it was, like I said, I got disinterested in uh, what I was hearing. It seemed like everything I heard from, from not everything, like there were some artists that really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I, I love Popson. Was another one of those guys, uh, but I kind of felt like everything that was popular already had a dozen people. Like the minute that a new uh, a new track drops from a famous artist in the U.S., everybody goes to No Life Shack to get his reaction to it, um, and then there's forty other reactions to the same song, uh, and they're all trying to put their own. I guess stamp on it, but they're all it's all the same track. Um so I I thought, you know what, I'll give UK hip hop a chance and maybe it'll be something I enjoy and it'd be interesting to get an honest reaction to it rather than something that's been done. Yeah. Uh and and then when I did it and then I realized by a quick search that it, they just aren't getting the views, right? You were I mean, yeah, yeah. in terms of um I mean uh, a track in the UK that I was noticing back then that get a lot of views, you're lucky to get three and a half thousand mm. views, right? But that's like a lot of views for a mid-level track. Yeah. And um, so that's the difference between that and a UK or a US artist who, you know, gets a hundred thousand views in the first 10 minutes that it drops, right? Mm. So that's kind of, I guess, the route that I went down because of that. And so, you, you know, and you know, what's really cool about that is that obviously you knew that you were like, look, okay, these are the type of views that these guys get, but this is what I want to review. Like, instead of, you know, there's some, you could have gone, oh, I'm going to review K-pop or, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you could have decided to go that sort of route. But yeah, it's really interesting that you chose um, UK hip hop. And so, okay, so what, so the four hours was, was sort of the first thing you heard that you're like, okay, I want to dig more now. If they got stuff like this out there. I need to find out more. I, um, what was your introduction to hip hop in general? Like, um, obviously, I'm guessing growing up. Well, the very first hip hop song I ever heard was uh, Kumo D, Wild Wild West. Yeah. Um, and, and until that time, I heard that I was like heavy in the metal, man. I had the concert t shirts, I had a little bit of longer hair. Yeah. Um, that's all, all I listened to. At my cousin's house, he was at school. It was a spring break, and I was there a day early. And I was left alone in the house. And I'd never heard of Rap City uh, on on a thing called Much Music, which is I don't know. It's like MTV in America. Yeah. Um, and I put it on, and then I heard that whistle, saw the cowboys coming, and I'm like, "What is this shit?" <laughs> but hey, at that point, after I heard them, I was like, "This is this is it, man. This is this is it for me." Wow. Um, and from that point on, 1987 forward, it's been it's been all man. Uh, and growing up, my my favorite group was Digital Underground. Oh um, shit! That was that was my style. Yeah, uh, all about them. Um, and then yeah, and then I guess as I progressed, um, that's where I you know I, I got older, you know, have a kid, all that kind of stuff. So a lot of the music didn't 
mature with me, I guess. Mm. Either either the guys I, I really liked stopped making music mm. and the new guys were, I guess, kind of picked up where they, I guess they feel is the popular. Like I'm not, I'm 48 years old. I'm not interested in listening about you know, drugs and bitches and cars and mm. people posing outside of cars they don't own. Yeah. Uh, talk, you know, talking about, um, you know, talking about stuff that I have no connection with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's why I kind of fell away a little bit. And then I kind of feel like UK hip hop has been that. I feel like I'm 13 again is the best way to explain it. Wow. Every time I put on a track, I feel like I'm a kid, man. Like, seriously. Yeah. I fall right back into that day of thing. It's beautiful to see, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> it is because it, it just gives you that, you know. Like I said, man, on your doorstep, people are like, they ain't got a clue what you do. But then seeing people as passionate as yourself, like you said, it bring that inner youth where you really enjoy listening to the mu- listening to the music. You enjoy being, you know. I was watching one where you were reviewing a uh, Stig. I've forgotten it's set like 64 bars or something like that. But it was just really like, wow, you you were saying about you'd never really, um, you've heard him on one track before, but never really heard him on a, on a joint by himself. And to hear it now, you're like, yo, this guy, you know, and it was just like, wow, that's, you know, that's the amount of um, shit that goes pe- over people's heads, like listening to someone like Stig, you know what I mean? But then, so were you, were you uh, on the creative side of things like growing up at all? Did you write with DJing or? I, I'm... I still write. I used to write when I was, I started off drawing comic books when I was younger. Mm. Uh, then I started getting into writing. I, and I still write. I have some, uh, I, I like the horror side. I've got some published stories mm. that have been um, in anthologies and stuff. Continue to write. Wow. I'm working on a novel now. Um, but growing up, I was in a rap group. I was the DJ. And that was, um, I used to do it all by tape. I make the beats and stuff all oh, do it by tape taking tape and cutting it up and stuff. Um, wait, 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 but wait, even, wait. Hold on, hold on. You can't, you can't just swing past that. Like, these are the things that we need people to hear. Yeah. You were talking about producing, but on a tape, on like, what, like TDK type tape? I mean, if I would have, I would have, I had a tape, I had two tape decks and I would just, I would take parts of it. I mean, it sounded like hell. I mean, it was horrible, but I would take parts of other hip hop songs Put them together the best I could were the you know long sections uh, breaks that I could take and, and mix it together um sometimes sometimes the 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 uh samples or the the edits were horrible and some of the some of the um lyrics got in and stuff but I mean it's what I had to use I didn't have any uh, my dad died when I was young my mom had a single mom I didn't have the money mm. to be going and buying decks or anything like that so I used what I could um that's hip hop, right? It came yeah, up with what, whatever I could. Yeah, jeez. And so uh, the cutting up the tapes thing. So you got to use like sellotape and yeah, yeah. This tape, yeah, this scotch tape and stuff. And, uh, when I and then when I could, I would just record from one tape to another tape. And I mean, it was awful. I I wish I had them now to hear how awful it really was. <laughs> but um, back then, I was like, you know, back then it were young and. To us, it was fire, right? That's mm. all that mattered. And there was nobody else doing it, right? Like we live in a, a small blue collar town. Mm. Uh, you know, we were the, it was all heavy metal and classic rock. They were very, you, you know, we'd go to the record store and the rap section, you know, was like a couple of, uh, a couple of uh, rows of tapes. 
like and anything you wanted you had to order it because it was all no one wanted it so mm. you, everything was a you had it ordered and it was extra money wow. um, so we were we were in it early before it became popular over here when did it start blowing up uh in terms of hip-hop over there and who were the artists that were really making noise oh uh, i don't know the exact timeline but Probably the biggest artist I can remember in my youth would have been Maestro. He was like the first big Canadian, like nice. it was like something for us to hang our hat on. Like, mm. like here's a Canadian cat doing it, and it kind of made us feel like what we were doing wasn't a waste of time. Not that we all, I mean, I guess in the back of our head we're thinking one day we're going to become hip hop stars. But mm. I mean, it was just it was good to see some somebody doing it that was an American. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm sure it was all the same for you guys, right? Like yeah. seeing seeing the cast come up before you, it's like it, it doesn't feel so foreign. It doesn't mm-hmm. feel so out of reach. Um, you know, and then he brought on uh, you know, like Chocolaire and you know, Cardinal Official, mm-hmm. um, those guys, and then um you know, Mad Child and Prevail came with uh, Rob the Viking, swollen members. Swollen members, yeah. Um, they got and, really you know, big. Local, right? you know, yeah, they got really big, man. And and uh, those guys were cool too. And that was my first time I actually uh, I got to meet some like actual artists. Uh, when I was writing for the newspaper, I got to meet them a couple of times. Nicest guys, man, in the world too. Mm. They're super nice guys. Uh, as all Canadians are, most Canadians. Are. Yeah, yeah um, I know it's right. Everyone's proper, <laughs> always happy as well. <laughs> Good, um, you know, then after that, you know, you got Drake and you got The Weeknd and, you know, uh, Classified. So we have some big guys, man. Like, I mean, arguably, Jake, uh, uh, Drake may be the biggest hip hop artist in the world. Mm. Yeah, some people, mm. right? Debatable. Um, that yeah, <laughs> Canadian dad. Yeah, we we sat and you might not never know nothing about. We got Canadian dad in the building, man. Yo, this is gonna be <laughs> too much jokes, man. We there is a question. Shout out to uh, I believe it's Black Einstein who had a question about um, Drake. Um, what's his What's the real reception of Drake in uh, in Canada? Like, if you to be honest, your reaction to. Canadian dad's reaction to Drake's real reception in Canada. Is he revered or well, is he like... <sighs> he's revered by, I think, he's revered by Canadian women. And he's uh, kind of... I mean, in the circles that I know, he's kind of, he's looked on pawn like Justin Bieber. Um, he might as well be Justin Bieber. In the, oh, wow. Uh, uh. In the hip-hop scene. I mean, I don't think... I mean, I... My favorite song from him is uh, I can't even remember the name of it now. Uh, it's the one that he has Eminem on and um, mm. Kanye and oh yeah, that was Vision, yeah. Right? What was it called? Uh, na, 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 something like that. It's one track. It was a kind of weird. Oh, I've forgotten what the tagline was, but yeah, I know which track you're on about. And Little Wayne was on it as well. You said yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, like that's like that's pretty yeah. much the only track uh, I've I've ever liked from him. Yeah. But hey, I mean, everyone has their own thing, right? I mean, yeah, he kind of started off like underground, right? Like a kind of more boom bappy, from what I, is that correct? Or I mean, yeah, I'm not sure if you know or not, but yeah, I mean, that's actually that was uh, I remember seeing something with DJ Jazzy Jeff, 
And he said uh, the worst thing Drake ever did was sign a record contract. Wow. I mean, Drake would argue that because I guess he's got more money than than God at this moment. <laughs> but uh, and has a you know, I got to visit Drake's uh, private suite at the Air Canada Center. I guess Scotiabank place now. That's that's where the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Raptors play. Oh, he's got right. like a he's got his own suite and everything with gold and all that kind of shit. Um, so I guess gold. <laughs> so I guess it works for him. I guess, mm. but you know. Because I, I mean, Jazzy Jeff was saying like Drake had, Drake had the industry by the balls, right? Because nobody was doing it mm. back then. I mean, nobody was putting out music and and making the money that he was making, and I think it probably scared the, the record industry. You know, uh, they don't want people to understand that they don't need them; they can go and do their own thing. Yeah. Very interesting. All right, shout yeah. out to Black Einstein. Nice one, JM. They said the track is called Forever. All right, all right, guys. Thanks for that, man. You know, all the Drake fans. Yeah, all you Drake fans out there, <laughs> undercover. Um, yeah, that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I any any time. I don't like Twitter very much because I think it's a, a cesspool for the most most part. Uh, but when I'm on there, and if I ever see anybody complaining about the uh, the state of UK or a state of US hip hop, I always say that I always say I send them links. I listen to this. This is better than anything that's over here. And, um, most people tell me to piss off, but the, uh, the few people. Hey, listen, I'll, I've, I mean, I've heard so much music, man. It's been like almost three years that I've been doing this. Yeah. And um, it's very difficult for me to say what my favorite, tr even to pick a top 10 favorite uh, songs, it'd yeah. be impossible, yeah. right? But I often say you can't, a, a true hip hop fan can't listen to that OKDK track with Remus and Notion Wisdom and then not say that that's a hard track yeah, like yeah. that's like that that remus remus's first verse on that is yeah. one of the most amazing things i've ever heard mm. since i was 13 years old wow so for people right so for people to hear that and be like yeah it's okay no you're full of shit yeah, because yeah. that that's that's real hip-hop that's real rap right um but i think uh unfortunately a lot of people were like me and closed off to that and be like well no if it's not i mean even here in canada we have a little bit of that not so much now because we have some sitcoms that have become um oh, yeah yeah uh, very popular right yeah. um but for the longest time here it was very much if it isn't done by an american then it's not worth our time mm. um it, uh, it's very much that way like, canadian sitcoms didn't get watched canadian music didn't get listened to mm. a lot of a lot of uh, like a lot of people would even hide the fact that they're Canadian. Canadian, yeah, 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 yeah. We noticed that as well. 
that I think that's kind of changed um, a little bit, right? Worldwide, yeah. like people are now more sort of showing they are from where they are. And there might be little bits of twang and all that here and there. You might, you know, little style of America or whatever, but I, I guess they've, you know, that's where the influence is coming from or whatnot. But yeah, that's another interesting thing as well. Is there, so is there um, like a thing about, or was there ever a thing about accents in Canada? Like in the UK, you, obviously because people are learning about the craft from America, um, they, you know, quite a few of our old school like decided to rap with sort of American accents and whatnot. <laughs> and um, yeah, that kind of sort of in the sort of mid to late nineties started to become a proper thing. And it was like, look, we, you know, you had to kind of, it's like, you can't do it anymore, bro. <laughs> Did that ever happen in um, Canada? Was, was there a thing like that? Well, to be honest, like I, our accent's not that different. Like I, when I was in, um, uh, sorry, before I had to, before I headed to the UK in April, mm -hmm. I worked with I worked with a guy who uh, my coworker is from the UK, and he said the one thing you'll notice is the amount of different accents within the country. Yeah. He said, you know, he'd get on a train and go north to south, and he would hear eleven different accents yeah, before yeah. he got off the yeah. train, right? Um, and it's not it's not I don't think it is prevalent here. You have some the further east you get, you'll get the the thicker accents like my mom my entire family's from nova scotia and you know immediately when you hear from somebody from nova scotia or newfoundland like, like you'll hear it you'll know it 100 percent um can you do the accent in nova scotia no you think i'd be able to living with my mom my entire <laughs> life. no I, I can't i can't do it but um but yeah it isn't it isn't as you wouldn't know somebody from ontario compared to british columbia like they sound exactly the okay same um with maybe a, a couple of words here and there but overall like i like bringing up swollen members for example i had mm. no idea that they were canadian, canadian uh until much later because mm. they just didn't sound any different mm. than, you know american ah i guess yeah there is quite a connection and yeah it, it doesn't sound too much different so so that never really popped up then that was never really a thing like because i i you know, in terms of um, shout out to Mr. Green said R.I.P. Pat Stay. Someone like Pat Stay, you could kind of hear that he was Canadian more so than say like Drake, for instance. Well, okay. You know, for us, I guess because mm. you, you know, yeah, for us in in a sense. Um, but then again, you know that even that is like a. You know, I say someone like um Chocolat or a Cardinal Official. You know, I don't think I knew they were Canadian straight away either. Yeah, but shout out to Bruce Willis. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to DJ Bluefoot. He's shouting out some of the uh, Canadian rappers now. Maestro Freshways, yeah, we mentioned him. Socrates, Mathematics. Sauerkraut. Sauerkraut. Down to Earth. Uh, Socrates, not Sauerkraut. Oh, is it? Socrates. Yeah, but nice one, James. Shout out uh, um, a few as well. Yeah, yeah, it's very interesting, man. You know what the you know what the crazy thing is? It's I don't know why uh, why our country is like this, and I, and and because of the UK artists who actually pretended to, I guess not pretended, but wrapped in the American accent in order to fit in. It's weird how we get the sense that we're not as good, right? Like, um, mm. I just I just don't know where that where that comes from. 
like it's kind of strange to me where we get that sense where like if we're not American then we're not worthy and I, and I think maybe like Tom McDonald for example he doesn't hide the fact that he's Canadian but he certainly doesn't wear a Canadian flag in his videos he's he would swear he's from America right? well yeah Dan already, talks about his America Dan just mentioned him just mentioned it before the show he's like oh yeah Tom McDonald he's Canadian I was like is it I, I didn't know I thought he's American mm. and so yeah you don't there isn't a massive difference in the accent anyway no it hadn't occurred to me until I till as much as I've listened to Tom McDonald's stuff until I read through a list of Canadian rappers I was like oh yeah 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 it's interesting man and I guess like it's quite a melting pot as well Canada right you've got um a similar sort of West Indian influence as well as the American influence, and then you even a bit uh, sprinkle a bit of French in there. No, it's Scottish as well, isn't it? You got Scottish Canada, mm, Nova Scotia, I yeah, Nova Scotia, yeah. Nova Scotia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. yeah I've so, got yeah. A, my background Scottish. Oh, for yeah. real? Did you get to go back to the motherland when you were over here? I did not because we had uh, we had a pretty strict uh, schedule because I wanted to see as many people as I could. So. Mm. Uh, I, I went to Manchester. Uh, big shout out to Jake. He was uh, my buddy. I met through the channel. He was my tour guide uh, through oh, it all. Yeah. Um, he uh, met him. He picked me up at the airport. Um, we had like show me around Manchester a little, or yeah, show me around Manchester a bit. Then we then we uh, caught the Four Owls in Manchester. Oh, their sick. concert. Um, then we headed down to uh, Bristol. I got to hang out with Res and the boys, uh, and then. Uh, headed down to London and uh, took a train. I, in London, we took a train down and I uh, met up with Blade and uh, went on his his um, show. Yeah. Um, so it was pretty. It was pretty tight. Like trying to fit it all in. Um, so uh, my plan is to be back in April again and uh, bring bring the wife with me and uh, make it around the. Uh, the the high focus 13th anniversary the birthday party i'm trying to uh, make it all around uh, like make the trip about around that and mm. spend more time so it's, it's it's kind of strange that like um we now have like youtube um you know celebrities from youtube visiting with a schedule of who they're visiting yeah. and, and you know sort of like you're you're on tour as well but yeah. you're on tour for a different reason because you're meeting the people whose music you listen to and you know that's deep, quite man. interesting you're doing yeah. your own tour yeah yeah <laughs> it's fu funny too because i was in uh i was in london and i was walking through uh i think it's the largest train station in london is it victoria is that Correct, or I can't remember. It's, it's certainly one of the busiest, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so I'm walking biggest, through, maybe I'm walking King's through that, and uh, somebody stopped me and said, "Are you Canadian Dad?" Uh, wow! <laughs> and, which, which, which was so cool, like a That's huge train crazy. station with hundreds of people passing. <laughs> that um, is crazy, which was, which cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> That is deep, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, you. That's probably the last thing you're expecting as well, like. Man, I'll just review UK hip hop, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. With it. That is crazy. It just goes to show, man. And it's, I'll tell you what, it's the beauty of the scene as well. It's like, as much as it, as like fractured as it is, as, as uh, segregated as it is in a way, people are still thriving within what they're doing. You know, like talking about, say, four hours or even Verb T, you know, he's on tour at the moment. 
Uh, if you lot can make it out there, make sure you get tickets, man. He's on tour um, promoting, you know, like um, performing um, a 10-year-old album. Or oh, there's so many people doing bits and bobs, traveling here, there and everywhere that, you know, hardly anyone knows because they, they might not be following. But, you know, then you're getting to see all of them <laughs> live as well. It's crazy, man. That is crazy. Yeah. Very yeah, I was, interesting. And I got, I, when I was at the, um, like when I was at each of the places, um, I mean, it was so cool to see, like, I was already there seeing the owls, right? And um, those those guys were so, so cool. Uh, Jazz T, man. Big shout out to Jazz T. Yeah, the shout out to is, Jazz T. Come on. The dude is so such a nice guy. But like, knowing that you see these guys, like Pitch 92 came by, made sure he took time. Yeah. Um, uh, Sparks made sure to come by. Just came by, but I, I missed him. He was only there for a couple minutes. But uh, guys making the effort just to come to say thank you and, and show their appreciation. Yeah, uh, when I went to Bristol, like, um, every like that kid came out, uh, Wishmaster Billy Wiz, wow, um, Rogue, um, wow, you, you know, got the, them all the, out. guys, yeah, make you know, um, up front, like sitting, like just to think about starting this back two and a half years ago, and then thinking that I'm going to be in the UK, uh, sitting in Rez's li- or Rez's right. dining room having dinner with his wife and then him <laughs> taking me to his, you know, him taking me to a studio and then playing me songs, like unreleased songs wow. from him and up front. Right. And like, that is, that is so cool. And then of course, um, my, one of the guys I really wanted to meet, uh, ill informed, uh, he's a night owl. So yeah. apparently, so he, he called at like 10 o'clock and it's like, Hey, I'm going to come by. But it's like, at that point we're about to head back. But, mm. uh, so I didn't get to see him. But uh, yeah, man, every, every single person I met uh, was above and beyond anything I could have even imagined. Uh, and like, truthfully, I was, it was so humbled by it. Uh, this, the welcoming mm. uh, attitude and, and yeah, it was, I, it was one of the best times of my life. Man, sure. Yeah, man. It's because you make the effort, man. You've made an effort to actually <laughs> say like, nah, you know what? People need to understand what what where the quality is in this music like what it is that you really should be the reason why you should be listening to it you know like there are a lot of fans everywhere and you know you got people that for instance man you know no diss to anybody but the amount of times that i get um oh bruv you know what you're one of the you're one of my favorites man yeah man from when i was young da, da, da. and then the next day they follow you on insta <laughs> <laughs> it's like Yo, what? Like, oh, you know what I mean? It's it's just kind of weird because you're like, and that's how it is. But then you're going, you know, way further than people even think and going like, look, I'm going to sit down and listen to this shit in front of you and you're going to get my live reaction. You know, you're honest as well. There's stuff you might go into where you're like, all right, it sounds like they're talking about this. If they are, then that's deep because blah, 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 blah. blah. But they might not be saying, you know what I mean? Which is all honest. (laughs) Like, you're being honest about it. Like, you're really taking in the music and... Boy, if come on, if everyone did that, that was into the music like that, you know the scene would be way, way oh. further than it is. But what we've got, you know, for instance, I know that throughout sort of once the music started changing, you know, into the noughties and whatnot, mid noughties, like over in America, the, the sort of underground hip hop circuit, especially in New York, wasn't really getting as much play 
over there for that airplay. But over here, they were getting it because a lot of our DJs, you know, Excalibur, Sarah Love, so on and so forth, were on um, One Extra. One, yeah. They were on radio, like so it's like a BBC Radio One thing. So then, bam, now you've got a bunch of, like, New Yorkers now listening to UK stuff, and then they're hearing UK hip-hop and that. But they weren't doing what Canadian Dad is doing. They were just going, oh, yo, this is all right, this is all right. And then, bam, you got a new style of, that new wave of New York hip-hop where it was like, oh, the people trend here and like, bruv, <laughs> there's a reason why that happened, you know? I'm I'm not even sure how many people in the UK are doing as, no. as good a job as Canadian Dad is doing. Yeah, man. <laughs> in the UK. It's crazy. It's I've crazy. got a good idea, actually. I think when you come over in April again, um, just uh, everybody who's a promoter, organise your nights for every night that Canadian dad's here and then you're guaranteed to actually get rappers at yeah. your night. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. You got, it's the you only still thing got, they're coming out for. You still got the DJing chops. We just get you out to DJ, man. <laughs> Fuck it. Everyone's coming out. Yeah, open mic. Rah, rah, rah. Yo, shout out to Mr. Green in the building. Big up to... um. There's a few other cats that have jumped in as well, man. Um, shout out to Gleam. Uh, shout out to Don Smithered. Yes, man. Good to see you lot up in here something you might not never know nothing about and i wanted to ask um because it's come up in the comment section yeah mr green asked um who's your top five uk like, off oh, top man. <laughs> yeah, i mean no pressure don't, that's don't feel like, that's it man like that's it how you feel now you know tomorrow it might change but right now if you could all right my top five would be i mean i guess that's that's the the difficult thing too right it's like now you're talking like a top five to me it's like it's hard because you got if i'm talking about just lyricist or or mm. content or entertainment wise uh it's it's all different for me mm. um and plus two it's it's difficult because i mean i've had I'm, i i've got this like you got a, like a generation of of hip-hop that i'm trying to all digest all at the same time right sure, so sure. i had that throwback thursday type of thing uh where i'll go back and i'll listen to a track that's 10 years old or 20 years old um but then i'm hearing a brand new track sorry so you're um uh, i wondered about that so that is actually you've never heard the track before this isn't like stuff no. you use yeah i was wondering whether it was stuff that you used to listen to that now you were doing reactions to, but you've actually never even heard, because I saw you did Brain Tax and, you know, uh, Delegates of Culture, I think it was, a couple older tracks. And I was like, oh, right. So that, yeah, okay. So that's a, actually, that's a, a real reaction as well. Like, Yeah, that's one thing that I that I do is, is I, 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 you know, my reactions aren't practiced. Um, I don't watch them a bunch of times and then take down notes and say, okay, well, I'm going to, say this about this bar or whatever it's like it's authentic i put it on i watch it um that's why it makes me laugh when i'll get comments oh you missed this bar it's like okay yeah <laughs> well, you probably heard you know you've heard the track a dozen times or whatever i this is my first time um so yeah i mean it I, the only time uh i'll hear or i shouldn't say i'll hear a track twice what will happen is i'll put on a i'll put on a song and if i don't like it I just stop filming because I don't see the need to to film a whole reaction channel about me saying, oh, this this artist is weak or because sometimes mm. um, 
I, I know I'm not going to bring up this artist's name, but the first song that he sent me, I hated it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hated it. Mm. And and I felt bad because I was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll check it out. And it's like, I hated it. Um, but now, anytime he drops a, a, a track, I'm on it. Because every single time, it's like it's a different artist. Mm-hmm. It sounds completely different. Uh, and the second that he drops a track, I'm buying it. Mm. And it goes right on my on my phone. Mm. So, but no good would come from me putting on that other track and being like, oh, you know, that's kind of corny or whatever. I mean, I'm not, I'm not about that. I'm about growing the love. Like the more people, the way I look at it, man, is like the more people who hear it, the more people there's a chance they're going to fall in love with it. Mm. Like when I, when I was sitting in, in, uh, Sean Peng's kitchen, having a tea with him, right? I mean, I, the stuff that he did with with uh, uh, Creatures of Habit, mm. you know, him him and it'll form Eric the Red. I mean, I love that stuff, man. Mm. That's like, to me, that's 90s pure boom bap mm. type of music. Yeah. And to hear him basically say, you know, like, you know, oh, we make enough money to pay for the record to be made and then we maybe have enough to start saving towards the next record. Mm. And when you love something as much as I love that music, to, to, for me to hear that, it bugs me. Mm. Because I'm thinking, all you cats, man, should be making money hand over fist because you deserve to be making that because you're making, in my mind, the best music in the world. Wow. So the more the more eyeballs that I can get on it mm. is the better. So why put on a track that I don't like? Promote the tracks that I think are great, right? That's the whole idea, so... You're not lying, bruv. I always wondered, you know, like um, back in the day, like reviews, you know, it was like reviews in magazines and whatnot. And to me, it was like, okay, you know, you don't like the track and whatnot. So then why are you talking about it? Why are you, you know, what's the point in going, all right, yeah, so-and-so put out this track, but it's not good because blah, 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 blah. blah. But then even if you're going to do that, at least at the end, say, by the way, this is my opinion. You know, you might feel different about it because what they're doing is just leaving, like, putting this thing out there and then leaving a bad taste in everyone's mouth anyway, regardless of whether they've heard it or not. And I always felt that was a bit unfair because everyone's got their own taste in music. So even if you are going to do that sort of review, at least put a disclaimer like, by the way, this is my opinion. Because people revered, back in the day, they were the gods, like the people reviewing the music were yeah. who people would listen to. And it was like, man, that's just biased straight away, you know? Do you, do you know what? I think for journalists, writing negative articles is a chance to use language to like, to like be, you know, like to try and be negative without actually just coming out and going, this is just shit. You've got to like explain why you think it's shit. So I think a lot of them used to use it as a sort of, oh, I'm going to show how in- intelligent I am and how I can use mm. lots of long words to just basically say something negative, mm. but not not just say didn't like this yeah next one yeah you know, so, uh, and yeah but it, it became a bit of a thing of like they'll have these long-winded ex long-winded reviews of things and then give it one star and you think well had quite a lot to say about it considering you didn't like it it's like when people share <laughs> shit online like i don't like oh look at this man this is so sh-. it's like all right thanks man now i'm looking at shit, something that's so shit that's really pissed you off today <laughs> and that's what i was going to say too like i mean i haven't got a lot of negative comments like probably a handful of negative comments 
um, the whole time I've had the channel. Mm. But the fact that people go out of their way to say something shitty is I just don't get it. Like I, I don't I don't get the need to sit to write this paragraph underneath um, one of my videos, you know, saying something not like nasty about me. Like you don't know who I am. You don't know anything yeah, about me. Exactly. Other than other than the fact that you don't like something I said or mm -hmm. or you, you don't like this artist. Like the weird thing to me is like when I'll put I'll react to a track um and ninety nine point nine percent of the time when I look at my my um statistics it'll be a hundred percent likes. And then every so often I'll get a video that will get one dislike. Mm. And I know that has nothing to do with me. It's probably because that person doesn't like that artist I reviewed. Or I've also had cases too where very rarely uh, an artist will get angry that I haven't done their video yet. Wow. <laughs> oh, and I've had some and I've had somebody say, and I'm honest, right? It's like I'm one guy. I have a full-time job. I have a family. Uh, if I if I could do this full time, I would do this full time. Mm -hmm. I honestly would. You guys deserve that, um, but I can't. So, and I right now I've got over six hundred videos waiting for me to get to every day. Like today alone, when I was waiting to come on the thing, I've added six more just from this afternoon from people sending me requests. That's not even counting the requests people send on YouTube saying, "You like check out this video." Um, so I'm honest and I say like, listen, I get to do on a good week. I get to do five. Yeah. So if I get to do five and, and that doesn't count the idea, um, like this week, for example, I did the new flip tricks tracking with Kashmir mm -hmm. and I did the new verb D, right? Mm. So that's two tracks that weren't even on my list because it dropped this week mm. or late last week. Mm -hmm. So, right. And then I saw Wishmaster drop a track today so that'll be the next track that i do mm. so again that six those 600 videos are waiting wow, right? and man. and so some people don't like it to hear when i say like i i've had people wait a year and a half two years for me to get to their video um and that's just the reality of it and you can't get pissed off like i'm i mean i guess you can i can't <laughs> tell you you can't but the reality of it is I, I what I've started to do now is just do a blind pick. When it's when there's not a new drop, I just pick blindly from the list because I was trying to do some kind of order, but that's impossible. Like mm. <laughs> to do that now. Mm. Like if somebody gave me a track now, it would be two years before I got to it if I didn't. <laughs> just right? can't, yeah. can't you just do like three a day for seven days a week. What's what's wrong with you? It's <laughs> crazy. And when when I first started, like I was doing two or three a day, but that was when COVID was like complete yeah, lockdown, yeah, right? You weren't yeah, leaving your house, yeah, right? Yeah, so what else are you going to do? So I, I could do that. I could film four or five videos a day, post them, and I was loving doing them. But now it's like I got, I have to work out of the, the home. I got to go to the office three times a week. Um, you know, and then it's, it's summertime. So you got yard work to do. You got, you want to fit in some golf. You want to do mm. stuff with the family. Have a life. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Before, when I was locked in, I could do. I had my my work work my work rate was incredible at the beginning, and I do hate it 
when there's weeks that I do two videos because of the schedule, mm. I feel like I've let you guys down. Like I truly do. And I hate it. Um, but I know life is life. Man. And I know, no, I know no one's sitting there in the UK saying that son of a bitch only did two videos. Um, <laughs> Listen, you're, you're, you, if you, what, it, what it's become is that if you're reviewing someone's video, it's a, it's a mark of, of, um, you know, distinction. Do, yeah, they're doing their, something. Yeah, so something right. you shouldn't worry too much about it. I should think the, the, the fact that people are sending stuff to you is probably a good sign, isn't Bruv, it? Bro, six hundred tracks, man. Yeah. That is, yeah, so definitely. People should just people should just be honoured if you review their, you know, if you do a reaction to their to their track That's and be really patient it. as well. All right, what kind of well, advice would you give people? Sorry, can we just get back to the top five? Did you yeah, have a top yeah. five? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Damn That's it. true. I tried to switch topics. Yo, Mr. Green was on it, man. Mr. Green was not having it. He's like, right, top five, bro, top five. All right, so yeah, how do you feel today? Your top five, no pressure, UK. Well, and I know that whenever I answer this, people always bring up artists from way back, so... There are going to be people who I miss because yeah, I haven't yeah, got yeah. deep, deep into their catalog, right? Yeah. Um, but I think if I had to pick the top five today, uh, you know, Chester has got to be on there. Hey. Uh, you're right. Jest has got to be on there. Yeah. Um, oh, man. It's <laughs> 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 Mr. Green is happy, though. Uh, um, <laughs> I, got, I wish I could like... call it my channel, right? That's the thing. Um, I mean, for my, my, for me, for 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 me, I'd have to have Verb T on there. Mm. He, he's uh, every single time I hear him, he has something. Uh, I come away from the track with something like um either i mentioned it in my my latest review it's like i either either see it seems like he either speaks to me on a day that i need to hear something mm. it always seems to be that way yeah, yeah and i walk away from it going i could have handled that situation better or i could be better a better man if i do this like that's how i walk away from his music yeah i love he's um, got that train of thought style that way you know he'll things just pop up and you're like yeah like exactly what you said you just start thinking of a situation that it reminds you of you know and it's like he's talking to you about that situation as well like was it worth yeah. it did you need to do it i don't know you know that kind of thing you're like wow i know what you mean yeah all right so 100%. that's three <laughs> getting back on <laughs> we're on you man we're on your case bro <laughs> uh... no pressure man and in no particular order as well right you know, and that's the thing, like, I, you know, I, I, um, I've heard so little of, and I know there's like some big names, right? Like I've heard so little from the, the so-called like goats, right? Like I, yeah. Rodney P, I think I've already done like two tracks with Rodney P on it. So for me to say he's in my top five, it just doesn't, that wouldn't be authentic for me to say that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, right now today. With the music I've listened to lately, <laughs> we've got two more left in it. Yeah, you guys are gonna make me do this. Eh? Yeah, no, the fun <laughs> the fun thing is, you know what? Because and that's why I say how you feel now. Because tomorrow you might be like, ah, oh, 
you know, I forgot about this, this, but it's just that it, for us, it's interesting because you're hearing it from the outside. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, yeah, that's why. I mean, like, and, and like, in, like if I was going by what I was like, what I've been listening to, like yeah. listen to it, I've been listening to a ton of cashmere. Yeah, and yeah. I think, you know, cashmere is one of those guys that have been around and the dude is, the dude is like a chameleon. Mm. Like he's, he can do any style. The iguana uh, man. Which, mm-hmm. like he's just, he's just amazing to me. Uh, Listen to a lot of uh, uh, Bad Bones, another one of those guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's been around a long time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, so, I mean, there's two guys there that I can add to my top five. Yeah, man. Um, That's when, top five. And, you know, like, uh, when, like that kid's latest release with uh, Ill Informed. Mm. I think for like a straight month, I listened to nothing but that album wow. because that from stop from beginning to end, it's like every track is amazing. Um, and and the guests, the, the artists that he had on there were amazing. Um, and that's the thing too with the producers, right? When I started listening to it, I thought there's nobody out there that can touch uh, Leap Dog. Yeah, like I thought he's the best producer, and then you get into it, and then you know, then you're hearing pitch ninety, you're hearing pitch ninety two, you're hearing Billy Wiz, you're hearing, you know, Dirty Dirty Dykes on production, mm. right? Uh, P. Cannon, like you just you just keep you just keep going uh, with these guys, um, and they get ill informed, like, right? Like to me, um, if I had to pick any any produ- uh, producer right now, it'd be ill informed. Like, he'd be my my top producer right but that's again for me today he goes in man he's uh he produced the um uh the last album for oh smell it and piff he just produced that uh was it roma supreme yeah the whole album right yeah and that's like and and that's kind of a thing for me too is because i want to keep my reactions uh honest like I want to, I want to hear that album. Right? Mm-hmm. I want to be now that I've heard a couple of tracks. I want to buy it mm-hmm. and I want to get into it. But I'm always afraid that I'll do that, and then because it happened with the Four Owls album, I thought they were done releasing videos. So I'm like, fine, I can finally li- listen to it, and then they drop another mm-hmm. uh, another video. Um, so I have to wait probably a month or so before I buy that because wow. I want to hear it. Right? Yeah. So. Man, that's pretty cool though because you're keeping the flow going. You keep that still keeping you know the flame lit in terms of like okay, this release is out now. You know that all the videos have dropped, all the promos been done, but then bam, now you're reacting to um, other tunes off the album or you know let's say the whole album or something like that. Um, all right, so um, shout to Bluefoot. He's asked, what are the t- what are your top five most listened to tunes? Uh, Blue Moon from Jack Jessen is definitely on that. Mm. Um, that was my that was like my introduction to Jetson, and I think like that's a dude too that I think is just a magnificent lyricist. He mm. probably doesn't um, get enough respect uh, going. Um, probably Fent- Fentanyl from from that kid in the Forms wow. album. Yeah. Um, that they, the the guys he has on that on that track is yeah. like 
each one of those guys is bring their own. I had never heard of Wyatt, Wyatt Earp until that track either. Oh. So that was my introduction to him, and he just he just killed it. Wow. Um, well, you know what? I have my phone here. Let me let me take a quick look, mm. and uh, I'll tell you what I've been listening to the most. I've been listening to G Cell from the New Cashmere um, album. Mm. Uh, your your track was tremendous. That's on my it's oh, on yeah, my top yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, yeah, that I played that for like as soon as I heard, I did the reaction. I filmed it and I went right in the house and I said to Vanessa, you got to hear this track, man. This wow. track is So I showed it right away. That's crazy. Um, man. Yeah, that where was it started, you, where it started from Verbs and Mr. Slips. Um, mm. My Life, My Time from Right to Speak. Um, so that's, that's, I mean, all time, it'd be hard to, to find that out. But I mean, like I listened to a ton of Four Owls, kind of uh, Split Profits. Um, cause I was kind of, and, and ocean wisdom, like these are all my kind of introductions mm. to UK hip hop. Mm -hmm. So a lot of that get, a lot of that get, uh, got played back in the day. Um, but what I do now is when I re review a track, if it's available to buy, I'll buy it uh, to show you, like to show my support, my support in that way as well. Um, so I go to Apple or iTunes when I buy it, mm. put a rate of my, I have a, a thing that I call UK Fire. I just drop into that. And oh, wow. That's what I keep building on. Um, <clears throat> Have you got much yeah, into so, the um, sort of grime stuff, the UK or the UK drill or any of that? No, man. And, you know, like that, <laughs> I, I got a, I think that kind of goes to the fact, like what I was saying about not really being, um, like speaking to me, right? Because mm. yeah, 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 I tried it. There's been a few people that I mean, I mean, you got to give Getz, you know, his flowers, man. Like that dude is an animal. Mm. Like that's that's. I guess you got to put him in the top five. Yeah, Getz. Oh, too late now, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah I mean, no, Getz is definitely I mean, up there. Boy. He's yeah, alien. I mean that dude. That dude's incredible. Mm. But like he's probably my the deepest I've gone into grime. I've had a lot of people send me stuff, um, but it was very important to me. One to to stay true uh, to you guys because um, it's what I truly love, um, and secondly, to me it's like it's the same thing with American music, right? Like if someone says to me, "Oh, you need to do the new uh, I can't even like a Stormzy track," right? Mm. Well, there are already ten people doing reactions to Storm. Stormzy doesn't need not that you need my help, mm. but Stormy's doesn't Stormy doesn't need my help. Mm. Right. He's got people promoting his music. He gets a million views on his video. He doesn't need some dude in Canada uh, helping uh, or talking about how much he loves the music. Mm. Um, and to be honest, when I have tried it, it isn't for me. Mm. I mean, I, um, you know, I, I uh, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I, you know, I, I was asked to do the, I think his name is H. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, yeah, H. Um, yeah, so I tried one of his tracks and, you know, he's he's a talented dude, but he's, you know, he's there dressed in his designer clothing with his Ferrari or whatever it was and a bunch of women and talking about that lifestyle. And that's not what speaks to me. Mm. Um, so I haven't gotten deep into it. Uh, I'm sure there are music. I'm sure there is music there that I would enjoy. Um but for me, man, I say UK hip hop is the soundtrack to my life, and it truly is. I don't listen 
to anything else right now. Mm. Uh, and when I do try to listen to American hip hop, it, it's weird because it just doesn't hit anymore for me. Like I'll listen to it and it's kind of like, eh. <laughs> it just doesn't do it. Dude. This doesn't do it for me. Wow, man. Wow, wow, wow. It's very interesting, man. And uh, you know, like, because um, we've got so many DJs, there are so many people behind the scenes that know it as well. They know that this music should really be a lot bigger than it is, but um, for some reason, what would you say, what kind of advice would you give us as, you know, we try to be as honest as we can on this show because it makes sense. You know what I mean? There are people, we've got a community listening and it's like, we all know it's cool to share ideas as open-minded as you can, but in terms of us, you know, artists over here, sort of doing a bit more than we could, in terms of getting our music out there, what type of advice would you, are there things that you see where you're like, man, if only those guys did this or, did, you know, certain ideas, you know, obviously you don't mention names, if you, don't, you know, <laughs> but there, yeah, there must you know, be what, things that you see. I, I'm, yeah, I mean, I don't, it's hard for me because I'm like, I'm, I, mean, I am a marketing, I work in marketing and, and, oh, for real? and creative. Yeah, so it's difficult for me because I look at what you guys do and it's exactly what I would say to do, right? Like mm. you, you, you make your music, you put it out, you, you share the crap out of it. Um, you know, and it's, it's unfortunate because I see, like, for example, when I was in London, it was so cool because we went to the hip hop chip shop and uh. I'm sitting there with, um, skirmish showed up. Um, you had barbarian, you had, um cfax con verse mix swagger cosm and then he has and then he had philly show up that's funny man. right yeah and i'm looking at this table and it's like here's a group of guys that all do the same thing with their own little their 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 own like their own version of the same thing mm. and it was cool to see like it was like a generational thing right because barbarian is he's got like five songs right and then you got philly he's sitting beside me you know, who has a catalog mm. that has a history in it, right? And um and, and it's just it I look at it and I just think like it's sad to me that when I look at these so many so many talented artists they just don't get the recognition that they deserve. Mm. And I think to be honest, it's just that too many people just do what they're told, right? Like in terms of well, this is like if you go on TikTok, like my daughters will listen to songs they heard on TikTok, right? That's the that's because they're told mm -hmm. that that's the cool song yeah, yeah, to yeah. listen to, right? Um, most people get their top forty music, and my my wife works out of the out of the house, so she has the radio playing, uh, just kind of as background music on top forty. And it's like if I hear that friggin' Peaches song from. from <laughs> Bieber one more time yeah. I'm going to rage out right but people are told this is the song you should be listening to right, right? the fact that there's certain artists who are winning awards and it doesn't even sound like they belong in the same genre mm. and meanwhile they're getting an award for the music that you guys mm. make right um and then they yeah. then they celebrate that artist getting that mm. that that award and to me that's and I don't know how to fix that, right? Because mm. we are that we are that in society where we we go to the movies, 
we're told to go to, we listen to the music we're told to listen to, even if we hate it, we listen to it. And then we complain about it, but then we don't go looking for, not not, not everybody, mm. but as society as a whole, we just kind of fall into that line of thinking that if, well, if, if everyone says it's good, then it must be good. Mm. Um, it's kind of like what I was saying before we started about Tim Hortons, right? Mm. Um, it has been part of our heritage, and now it's no longer part of our heritage. It's American, owned by America. But it's so ingrained into us that you go to any Tim Hortons in Barrie, where I live right now, and there'll be a lineup of cars, you know, 20 cars waiting to go through the drive through to get a Tim Hortons at any time of day, from the second they open up to the second they close, even if they do close, right? And meanwhile, it's like, no. I... I only drink it if I have to. This is the last thing mm. open. I'll drink it, right? So I just think that people get told that this is good music. This is the popular music. And people want to fit in. Mm. Uh, they don't want to be different. Um, I also think, too, a lot of a lot of the UK hip-hop that I hear, there's actually something to it. Um, although, yeah, producers that are creating amazing uh, beats and, you know, head bob and beats, mm. Some of the best beats you'll ever hear even uh if the music if the if the lyrics are too deep people don't want to hear it right they don't want to they don't want to walk away from this being like i said about for t walking away saying man i could have handled that differently or i want to be a better man today because he's true i need to look in the mirror and say to myself is that who you want to be people a lot of people don't want that they just want to be entertained and you know we live in that we live in that disposable 15 second, um, you know, whatever, uh, you know, we're like goldfish, right? Yeah. Just on to the next thing. Um, entertain me, I guess. And, and that's why Hollywood, I won't get into it, but that's why Hollywood is the state it's in now too, mm. where it's just that entertainment rather than actually making great films. It's all about just entertain somebody, uh, or you lose their attention. I guess. It's all about the money. It's all about getting that machine going and making sure people keep paying to come and see. <laughs> and I guess that's the thing that we're not into. I guess, you know, I, I have this, um, like, I feel like there's definitely something happened with the music industry where it, it turned into, you know, it seemed like they prefer not to have, you know, quote unquote, like intelligent rappers, like people that really thought and, and made sense with what they were talking about and whatnot because not only were they you know promote pushing themselves out in that way with the music and entertainment but then also on the business side of course they're going to be on point with it and that was probably a lot more trouble for the record labels and they're like yeah you know what let's just get the gangsters and the, you know what i mean the booty shakers and you know what i mean these are it's too much trouble. I, like i feel like that happened because like you're saying there was this point where you're just like right this ain't even this you're putting this is R and B. This ain't hip hop. And this is some Ooh. different type of R and B. You know what I mean? Got the but bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit, babe. Yeah. But it just happened, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, do you yeah, do you feel like that possibly could have ha possibly could have happened where, you know, the industry just switched and was like, all right, let's just deal with all of this because you know, everything went that way direction anyway. Yeah, I mean that's I mean, money is the number one thing right it's it's it all comes down to dollars and cents and and that's why i mean you hear a lot of you hear it brought up quite a bit in in lyrics um especially uk lyrics where i mean i mean 
you know, that I read into stuff. Sometimes I do it incorrectly, but I'll read into it and I get the sense sometimes there is that feeling that, you know, there is that belief that if you do sign your name on that contract, that you, know, you have to change your, you have to change the way you look. You have to change what you're talking about. You have to fit into a box that they want you to fit into. Um, because if they're not making money, uh, you're not going to make money. And I mean, that's how they sell it. Right. I mean, that's why Drake makes the music he makes and has a gold plated, um, <laughs> private box <laughs> private at a stadium. Well, there's a gold right? plated private box. Dude. Yeah. That's right. Crazy. That's why he's got it. That's why he's got it. Uh, you know, a $30 million mansion in Toronto. Mm. Right. He, he's not going <coughs> to, I mean, he would have still been popular, but at that time, um, he was making money off his off his uh, um, his, his mixtapes and stuff that he was selling, uh, but he wouldn't be uh, he wouldn't have a thirty million dollar house unless yeah, he yeah. became Drake that we know today, yeah. and that's that's a character in my mind how I feel about it. That's a character that that he became for to make money mm. for his record contract, mm. right? Um, and, and I think that's and that's always been something that I really appreciate too. And I, and I mean, I, I wish I wish that I, you know, that each one of you guys are millionaires, man. I truly do. <laughs> but there is part of that blue collar uh, work ethic, and and um, that makes me love it even more. Right? That these are like I know they're not everybody, but there's there's quite a few cats, man. That. You know, they have to have a full-time job mm. and music is just something that they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Even though they're amazing at it, they should be able to do it full-time, but they just can't. I mean, part of that is is very, something about it is true, right? It's very authentic. Um, how I feel anyway. You're right. You're right, man. There is something to that as well. I think... Um... I'm not sure how it is um, over there, but say places like in France, there's much more of an infrastructure for the arts and, you know, which is sort of government funded, which is, you know, obviously public funded, which is government, you know, so it goes around and then there are a lot of events here, there and everywhere. And obviously whoever's involved, you're capable of getting, of, you know, redeeming some form of funding like after you've done a certain amount of hours of work and all that. And so that just keeps the ball rolling. And obviously you're going to have, you, you know, they've got that um, law where, uh, I think they had it for years now, where at least sort of, is it 60 or 70%? Uh, a certain percentage of music, music has to be yeah, on the air, French on there, yeah. Has to be French. You know, do you have, are there any laws like that out there? Or is it pretty much the same where it's mainly American? Yeah, we have... Uh... I think we have the, I think they're called the CRTC. I think it is. Mm. That's what they're called. Um, and it's like a certain amount of TV has to be Canadian. Mm. Um, and I don't know too much about the rules, but I think it's, you know, it's gotta be, whether it's created by a Canadian, even our football league is the same way. It's, uh, you can have like 70% American players, but the 30% have to be Canadian. Oh, wow. Um, so there are some rules like that. Um, but the money here too is it's not 
there just isn't like there just isn't the money here either because we're i mean we're a huge country mm. but we only have 35 million 37 million people yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah of course right so <laughs> we're second biggest country in the world uh, geography wise but we have one or we have um you look at America, they have 370 million people, mm. right? So, so you're a tenth um, of the population. And... Yeah. So the same lamb. there's that. Just, there isn't as much money coming in to give to the arts and stuff. Um, and they're very picky too, right? I mean, they got to be. They got to be. Yeah. They got to be uh, where they put their money. Yeah, it makes Especially sense. these days with social media. You know, you hook your name on the wrong thing and then shit can go sideways in every Yeah. <laughs> Like you, like your um, prime minister <laughs> doing blackface. <laughs> Trudeau, <laughs> Trudeau, 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 bro. bro. Yeah, man, my man, boy, it's, yeah, it's madness over there, boy. Um, but yeah, okay, okay. So it may, it's starting to make more sense now as well. Um, what? So what would you say is like? Um, you know, if your friends ask you, why do you like UK hip hop? Of all things, why is it? What, what do you think has drawn you to it? Then, after listening to that first um, four L's track, was it the accent? Uh, it took <laughs> you, or you know, I'm understanding that obviously took you back to the sort of boom bap era as well. Yeah, I mean, it, it it reignited. Like I honestly, when I say I felt like I was 13, like I honestly did feel like I was that kid looking at Kumo D for the first time. Like it brought me right, right. back, right? Where, uh, it's like something you thought, something that you loved. It's like you set. It's like you thought your dog ran away, right? And then all of a sudden, thirty years later, your dog came back and barked at the door, right? Like it was that wow. to me, right? So something that I loved that I kind of felt like I'd lost forever um, came back. Wow! And um, everything, like from from the the, the production to the lyrics. Um, now it's funny because I go back, like I said, I'm a huge digital underground fan. Like it's my mm-hmm. favorite group of all time. And, uh, I was playing it the other day and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, these guys aren't saying anything. Right. It was, it was I can't remember what song it was, but it's like, this is just nonsense. Mm. <laughs> and, packet. but to me, it was, it meant the world to me back then. Yeah. And, um, so it's not that, but I guess what it is, it's like, it's that, um, it's bringing me back to that time, but then it's, it's bringing me the, the meaningful lyrics. I mean, I, I mean, I know you cats don't always come with tracks that can be broken down for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. Some of them are just about, you know, making a banger and mm-hmm. that's great too. Mm-hmm. Um, just the majority of the tracks that I do, there's, there's something behind it, right? Mm. Uh, even that latest track with Flip Tricks and, and Cashmere. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's a Pitch Naughty Two did a hell of a hell of a job on production, and yeah. you could just listen to that and bob your head and think this track is fire. Yeah, yeah. But when you actually listen to it, you know, listen to what they're talking about, and and you know, getting your mind right, and um, you know, knowing that you know the words that you speak become your your reality. Right? Mm. If you if if you're negative to yourself all the time, you're going to bring that negativity into your life. Mm-hmm. Bring that shit outside into the world, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's something that speaks to me, and that's how I try to live my life. So to have something that you love kind of reflect back on you and be like, "Well, this is this is deeper than just some cool music." Um, mm. You know, that's 
you know, I mean, it's, it's great too to hear Dirty Dyke sometimes just take a piss, right? That's <laughs> yeah, that's right. fun too, right? Like, but I know he can get deep too. Yeah. But you know him him talking about pork pies or you know like that. That's fun mm. at the same time. Mm. So, and and each one of those in each one of those types of tracks have their own place, right? Um, yeah, I have a whole thing. track. Of, I have a whole whole playlist of UK tracks that are all for working out of the gym, right? That, that's they have their they have their place. And, mm. uh, tracks to play when I'm in the car. It's just me driving. Like, I have these playlists because they all speak to me in a different a different way. Mm. Do you think that there could possibly be a, a, a um? Well, yeah. There's another question I wanted to ask, but uh, possibly a scene grow out there in Canada for like UK hip hop. I think if if people gave it an opportunity, like my, what I would love to do would be to have enough money that I did a UK hip hop festival because we have a place Jeez. not too far from here called Burles Creek and it's like an outdoor, it's an outdoor venue. They do a country western festival every year and it's huge. Like people come from all over the world to come to this festival, wow. and I would love that. And that's something that. When I was on the train back from London, uh, me and Jake were talking and I said, I want to come back here, meaning UK, and I want to put on a festival and I want all these guys to come. Uh, um, like, I would just love that, right? Just have yeah. everybody together in one place. And he loved that idea, too. And he said that 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 used to happen. Mm. And I think it does happen in um, somewhere over there. Uh, no, it's not in Ukraine, is, is it? it? Oh, um, hip hop camp. On about hip hop camp, yeah. In uh, yeah. that's in Netherlands. Prague. In, oh yeah, yeah, it's uh, in yeah. Prague. Yeah, it's yeah. in Prague. Sorry. <laughs> it was so, it just like in my, Prague, in my mind, I'd love yeah. to do that here, right? Have the money where I just get everybody here, because I honestly feel like if you if you give it an honest chance, there's no way you can. Like if you like, if you like, there's a difference between people who like, um, you know rap music pop rap music and then there is what you guys make but like if you listen to say mf doom and you like mf doom there's no way you're going to listen to uk hip-hop and be like no nah, that's not for me like if you listen to it mm. you can't say that right? it's, just, it's just a matter of time of just giving it the the opportunity and the time that it deserves and i, I just can't imagine anyone who does that uh, and is a true fan of the genre, not find it like mesmerizing for me. I guess some for some people maybe they gotta get past the accent. It's probably that for some do people. You, do you think that um, in Canada, is it? Uh, do you do you personally just do you sort of do you sort of feel more affinity with the UK sub the subjects in the UK stuff than American rap or you know what's what is it really content wise? Is there something content wise that draws you to it? Or, you know, is it, is it a bit more relatable than the new S stuff? I don't know for a Canadian, I mean, in particular. Yeah. I mean, I, I did a soon after I started the channel, I did. Sorry, a I'm just thinking of like pork pie, the pork pie, the, the dirty dyke talking about pork pies. Does that mean something to you that it wouldn't mean anything to an American say? You know that's. Well, it does thing. now. It does right, now. Okay, but actually, you don't do you have pork, do you have pork pies in Canada. 
You don't have no, we don't. Pies. No, right. No, okay. Right. Yeah. So carry on. Yeah. What are you saying? Sorry. Carry on. It's the last no, time no, no, we no, ever no. talk Sorry about pork pies. No, on um, right. I mean, <laughs> it means it means something to me now because I I came and I went to Greg's like the second we went to Greg's like we we're off the plane for like ten minutes and we we're at a Greg's right. Wow. So, yeah. It mean it means something to me now. Um, but I got soon after I started the channel, I did a search for. Uh, Canadian underground artists because I thought you know what maybe I'm not maybe I haven't given them the attention that they deserve um, but then the, I found a I found a YouTube video and it was the top 10 Canadian underground hip hop artists mm. and I watched it and every single one of them was a they had guns in their videos mm. uh, you know they're you know the stack of money to their ear um, and I'm like really like this is where we are yeah, yeah, yeah. in 2022 yeah. so i just that was it right like and and that's partially my fault i could have dug deeper but to me that was like if these are the top 10 guys then i'm not interested and i'm sure you know i'm sure that and even like swollen members right like i i loved swollen members when i was younger um not too much younger i guess it was um late 90s but um but the music that Mad Child puts out now, I just don't connect with it mm. at all. Um, <clears throat> and I've all, you know, so I guess for me, I guess there is a little bit more of that kind of made in America thing for the Americans that really do. They're very more nationalistic, I guess. Mm. Um, very pride about what they what they create. Mm. Um, so <laughs> there may be a little, it'd be a harder, it'd be a harder to break down that than that barricade i guess mm -hmm. um but to be honest i mean until the queen died there probably weren't too many people in canada who knew we were still part of the monarchy so <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious right, right? Yeah. so yeah unfortunately like that's uh, that's the truth right that this isn't mm. you got that isn't it the queen's face on the money on the um, currency over there as well oh yeah yeah, we oh, still. She's all over our money. Yeah, yeah she's all. Yeah. Um, shout out to a bigger man locked in. Big up all the HFM crew. Yes, man, we're speaking to Canadian dad right here on some shit you might not never know nothing about. That's right. We're after watershed now, so I can swear I can say what the fuck I want right now. <laughs> <laughs> roll call. Let's get the roll call in there. What you lot blazing on that? <laughs> yeah, man. So did it was it hard to get past the accent for you at first? Was do you think that was the sort of thing that put you off in the first place when your friend was like, yo man, you need to hear some of this? Uh no. I think oh. uh for me for me it was just at the beginning that I didn't want to hear it was I was just I was just being a dick a little bit in terms of <laughs> I because I because I had hate because I hated a lot of the the music that was coming out, I just had given up on it. So mm -hmm. I just, that was my own fault, man. That was my own prejudice being like, you know what? All of music today is shit. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Um, because I, because at that point I was only hearing good music mm. uh, when I went searching for it, right? Like Run the Jewels is popular now or mm. more popular now. But when I first started listening to Run the Jewels, like nobody had heard of them in here. Like I would, like, I would ask somebody, hear about them and they've never heard of them now they've got a little bit of more popularity yeah but you have to go searching for that shit otherwise it's not going to come mm. um so for me 
that's all I listened to probably three, four years was Run the Jewels. That was it. Oh, wow. So I didn't want to hear new music. So that's, that's my fault. Um, but when I started doing the channel, probably the first, uh, probably first few months, I had difficulty. I got to hear certain art, certain artists, especially. Uh, I had a lot of trouble with the, actually the first time I did Joe Byrne, I had no idea. What <laughs> yeah. To be honest, to be honest, and now it's like I have no problem with it now. I um, I actually find listening to American hip hop, I find their accent to be. Um, I, I, I think it's not troublesome. I just find myself tripping over their accent mm. more than I trip over yours. So, yeah. which is strange because I basically sound the same. The, <laughs> the slang did the slang was the slang hard to get around as well, or was it pretty obvious what people were talking about? Uh, some stuff was obvious, but I, um, I every so often on my comments I would get told like this means this. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like I would say, I have no idea what, what that, and I would try to figure it out. Um, one of the, one of the funny ones was, um, I actually Googled, Googled it in the middle of a track. It was that kid. He called somebody, um, a swamp donkey or something, or I can't remember what it was, but I looked it up and then I just started howling because I had never heard it before. That's probably not what, I, what he had said, but, um, so some of them I don't know. I didn't know what like drill. I didn't know what a drilly rucksack was. I had no idea what that was. A drilly rucksack. Or, yeah, Ocean Wisdom did a song called Drilly Rucksack. Uh -huh. Apparently that's something. Um, I don't even know so, what that is. <laughs> I don't even know what drilly rucksack. I guess it's a rucksack <laughs> when you're drilling, like when you're on your. Apparently, apparently it means something. But mm. um, but now, yeah, I mean, I I got most of them. I think I think I'm. I say that for you guys at Kebabi embarrass me with someone's i don't know but um i think i'm pretty good yeah nah, for the most it, part that's the pit man have you heard pit man no no <laughs> <laughs> yeah. go back and look for pit man very it's very very niche uk hip-hop oh, okay. from yeah a long yeah, yeah. from a few pit years man. back shout out to pit man, man that was hilarious <laughs> that was a hilarious time man for sure um and so uh, had you heard of any australian hip-hop yeah, I've uh, I've done a little bit. Uh, I did Husky, uh, Wombat, um, yeah. Chillin' It. Is that how you say it? Chillin' It? Mm -hmm. uh, I've done him. Uh, but that's... I, I've sent some older Australian rap that I haven't got to mm. uh, yet. Um, but that was also, too, again, I, I guess for me, I've kind of gotten a, a little bit away from it because I do want to focus. I don't want to take away from from you guys because if i do an australian track that means i'm not doing a uk track that day yeah that should um, that should so be a patreon you should you should only do those things for money i think australian <laughs> other, other colonies you should stick to stick to one colony at a time i agree there should be Thank a you, there yeah. should be an australian dad and a new zealand dad and <laughs> yeah, fijian, yeah, yeah. fijian dad yeah, jamaican dad <laughs> barbadian dad right <laughs> Check it out, like Belgian, dad. Check it out, Belgian hip hop. <laughs> you know, they, nah, man, you know what, yeah, and, and I've had some, I've had some, like uh, some guys from India send me their stuff. Um, and you know what? To be completely honest, I listened to it and it was fire. Mm. The beat was amazing. They sounded great, but I had no idea what they were saying. So I said to them, like, 
Like I, I appreciate it, but I, I can't do it. Right. Um, I've had people who offer to pay me to do it in order to get their video moved up. Oh, wow. Serious. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. Right. Cause I don't want to get to the, cause that's another problem too. If I agree, if they're going to pay me and I agree to do it and then I put it on and I don't like it, like, where is that going to put me? Right? Like that's going to put me in a bad bad place yeah, right? you'll, yeah, you'll yeah, be richer yeah. and you have more time on your hands <laughs> <laughs> but i don't want and that's the thing too is like i don't want to take away uh, from anybody mm. yeah right like I, I just don't want to i want to support and um, that's why I, I how i end all my videos right it's like it doesn't have to cost you a cent to support these guys like mm. you know go to spotify i know they're not the greatest way to do it but if you can't afford to buy it watch the YouTube video, stream it, yeah. do whatever you can, man. It doesn't have to cost you a cent. Just do whatever you can to support them. Um, and that means like sharing stuff on, on social media. And, um, you know, and, and even that bugs me when I see some artists uh, who I love and they get no, mm. they get like no activity on social media, right? They don't get their stuff shared. Um and you know, you get a, a, a tweet that from a from a from a really big artist that I follow, and they get three three likes on it, mm-hmm. and that just blows it just blows my mind, right? Yeah. And that, but if you share that and, and like it and share it, it all continues to you know bring that back to the top of the algorithm and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, and I guess that's that's a side that um, we have to get around because obviously the um, the outlets aren't letting you promote your music the same way as you could before. You know, like everyone would just see it if you posted it. But now, mm. it's as soon as they know that it's, it's something promoting, there's some form of exchange going on. Because you know, you've like got to pay now to tweet. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, so they know when you're... Or Facebook's definitely doing that. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's a lot harder to kind of promote your music. So, uh, But then we've got to work around that, you know, like, if people know that the more people know that the more they'll be like okay bam i'm gonna go to spotify and just put your this tune on repeat for like two hours or whatever do you know what i mean i'm gonna you know what i mean share this or hashtag blah 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 all that sort of stuff so we can get around that but you know (laughs) it's easier said than done i guess in that sense um and i think and i think that's for the artists too and i don't know Mm. there is this sense um i mean like I said, I write horror novels and stuff as well and stories. And I think there is a little bit of that sense that when you're in, in a, especially a, for you guys, being a smaller country yeah. and a smaller community, I think even if you try not to feel that way, there is a little bit of this idea that there's only so much pie to go around, mm-hmm. right? And everyone feels like, I need I need my slice before anyone else gets yeah. their slice. Crabs in a um, bucket, man. And... I think you see that in, in every every industry, um, but like there, we got like almost eight billion people in the world, right? Like there's there's infinite amount of pie. If if we get if we get you guys out there and more eyeballs on you, then like, there's going to be lots of pie, man. Like pie gets bigger, pork right? pie, right? It'll be pork pie yeah, for the, po- the pork pie is earth sized pork pie, right? Um, <laughs> It just got, and you got to get that out of like, people have got to get that out of their head that if somebody else is eating, I'm not. Mm. Um, yeah, exactly. That, that's not and the, and the thing is, and it, and it, the beautiful thing is, like you you painted the picture there. 
you know, like you heard one track and that introduced you to a whole world of this music. And that's what happens for everyone. But for some weird reason, people just don't see it. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because it, it definitely feels like that. It definitely feels like that. And it's felt like that for a long time. Do you know what I mean? But um, so how, how does it go down in... Uh in canada as well when with your chat your channel do you get many people in canada watching it sort of thing mm. i think last time i checked it was like 97 percent uk subscribers mm. or viewers right. um and then the rest is mostly in europe uh mm. very very small from canada really um, oh, we need an exchange yeah. program then we need someone uh english dad just doing canadian reviews mm. start exchange programs you could franchise this out to yeah. different countries you could yeah just <laughs> find other gen hey, x man, other gen x I, men I, I would love that i'd love i'd love to be able i mean and i think even i gotta tell you like even when i started the channel um it i think it just it's, it's that mentality it, it pops into your head a little bit because there was another guy doing uk hip hip-hop reactions like underground hip-hop mm. when i first started and you get a little bit of that territorial stuff going right mm. and you're thinking oh he did that track and you're trying to get it out before he did it yeah. um and right it's like but then i i had to get out of that mindset and it's because once i once i was in it a couple of weeks i knew that like this is bigger than me mm. this is bigger than that dude um and i mean there's a reason why I went to the UK, right? Reason why I spent, you know, $5,000 to get in a plane and buy tickets and do hotel rooms. There's a reason why, you know, I've got a four owls tattoo on my arm. Wow. Like my first tattoo <laughs> at 48, right? Like, this means something to me. Right? Wow. So. That's big, man. <laughs> You might have to flash the it. tattoo before yeah. you leave just to make sure, you know what I mean? You're not lying, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I got it, yeah. I don't know if you can see it. There yeah. Go. Oh, great. There we go. It's upside down, but wow. uh, it's their symbol. So That's amazing. Yeah, man. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's, I think it's, just, it's that mindset and um, that, I mean, that artist or that YouTuber doesn't do it as much as they used to mm. um have gone into the grime side oh, right yes, um course. and that and that's i mean that goes to i'm kind of in the same i guess I predicament may be wrong but you I mean i could i do one of your tracks and you know i may get there are certain artists that i break a thousand views on but for the most part i get two three hundred views on a, on a video mm. and it may take me two weeks to get there mm. um but then i know and my subscriber count is close to four thousand now mm. and i've seen other people do it where they they make the switch and they go from having three thousand subscribers to having ten thousand subscribers mm. almost overnight mm. and their views go up but it's not for the right they, not for the right i don't mean the right music mm. But they're getting the views for the for the grind music and not if they turn around and then do a UK hip hop track, mm. they get a hundred views on it. Because yeah. the, the new fans that they have from making that switch aren't interested in your music. 
yeah. which is very sad to me that that's the case. But uh, they just want to see, you know, they want to see all the, the grime artists. They don't care about that. Um, yeah, man. That's, so that's, that's, so I'm kind of in there with you. Like I'm in that, you know, the way that I felt like I was embraced by you guys when I came over mm. um, and the messages that I get, um, I feel like I am part of the community. Like I've been embraced. I've been welcomed into it. Uh, so I'm right there. Man. I'm right there along with you. So one hundred percent, man. Definitely. Yeah. Man. Jeez, boy, putting in that. In, I'm, that's some work. I'm saying when, what I said about the people putting on the shows for a week while Canadian Dad comes back. I'm serious. Mm. Mm. There should be a week of shows True, where it? it's basically featuring Canadian Dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For we real, can have you, know? you on. We can have you on a on a throne at every single show, and people just come <laughs> over, bring you drinks, pat your kids, start reviewing say, the shows, shake bro. hands. Yeah, yeah, reviewing the shows. Review the shows. <laughs> yeah, that would be crazy, man. Wow. Live reviews. Yeah, but there is a lot of potential with what you're doing for sure, man. I think, um, as well as what you're saying, like even though you're getting those sort of numbers it's the fact that it's there and there are people that you know um someone mentioned it um yeah mr green said it he said uh i know when i watch these reaction videos i'm looking to see if they see what i see you get what i mean so i guess it transcends into the numbers like and it makes sense it's like you're hearing the track sometimes it might be something you've heard anyway you're like oh what does this guy think of this track then that's probably happened with some of your videos where people have heard a UK hip hop track, and they've gone, Oh, Canadian that reacts to that. Okay, let me check out what he thinks. And then, off of the back of that, like you're saying, you're keeping it positive as well. It's going to open the doors, man. It opens them to a new world. So, yeah, and they, they, I, I, this is one of the beautiful things of still sort of being underground. It's like I've been doing this for years, but there's always someone going, Oh, I've just discovered your music. Oh, I just found you on YouTube. Ah, oh, just, you know, and that's a beautiful feeling because, you know, you still. Like you, what you're doing is still, you know, making uh, waves across the hip hop community, man. So it's beautiful, very beautiful, man. Yeah, and I mean, I appreciate that. And that's like when I you know, uh, see facts, for example, from Right to Speak, the mm. last select. Like he says, mm. his favorite part of a of a of a song of a of a drop is seeing what I'm going to do, like my reaction to it, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've seen in people's comments, uh, someone will put in like, say Luna C will drop a track. And then somebody will say in the comments, I can't wait to see yeah, yeah. Uh, Canadian dad's reaction to this, right? And I love that that's, because to me, that helps build the, the, the audience for you guys, right? Mm -hmm. Because maybe someone who watches Luna C has never heard of me, mm -hmm. who then comes to my, uh, my, my channel and then there you go, there's, I don't even know how many different artists I've reacted to, but I've got over 500 videos. So it's mm, going to be, yeah, yeah. And, and seeing those two were, I once saw a tweet and it made me smile all day was, it was, it was from a, a, an English guy that said, I can't believe that I have to get my UK or, or I can't, I can't remember something, something to the effect of, I can't believe we live in a world where I have to go online to find a middle-aged Canadian guy to tell me what all the good UK hip hop is. Wow. Right? Um, so then that's great, right? Because like, I look at that and be like, okay, so if somebody who doesn't know me sees that, they're going to find a whole bunch of people um, yeah. on my channel that they may never have heard of before. Mm. Um, and that's why I do it, right? It's like, 
I had some guys, uh, I started doing a thing called Sweet 16 uh, because there's so many people I feel like they should have eyeballs on them, mm-hmm. but I can't do a reaction video for everybody. Mm-hmm. So if I have someone send me a video and they may have 50 views on it um, or 100 views on it, but I think they're talented, in my opinion, they're talented. I want people to see them. So I'll put them in the sweet 16. I'll play their first, their first verse or their second verse. And I won't, there's no reaction to it. It's just me showcasing their, their, their verse. Oh, that's a great idea. Right. And that's the least I can do. Like that's because I can't do everybody. Right. Yeah. So I'm hoping, and like, I've had people, like I had, uh, I used to do a thing called we got next, which is the same thing. But like I've showcased so many artists who have been then, like people will say to me, "Thank you so much to show, for showing me Sutter's, right?" Or Dan, or um, oh, wow, uh, Dan Stays Peak, right? Like guys that they've never heard of before, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. they become fans of, and yeah, they buy their yeah, records. Yeah, right? So, um, to me, that's that's a bonus, man. Mm. Anytime I can get another set of eyeballs on one of you guys, that's that's the whole reason why I'm doing this because. I mean, I'm not making any money off it, nor do I, nor, nor do I care to. I mean, I've had people say to me, you know, you should, you should have a Patreon or you should have, um, you know, do every month pay or have people pay to go on a zoom call with you when you can do their, their, like, I don't know, man, like, I'll do that. I'll do that shit for free. Um, because like I said, man, my dream is for all you guys uh not to have to work and you just make music because the more music you make the more stuff i get to hear right so yeah um you know and i, and I don't want to take that i don't i don't i mean i get paid money to do my job i don't need to be paid to do this so you could charge um, to do uh if people want just an individual like they send you their thing and some money and you just individually review it and only send them the video <laughs> <laughs> could definitely charge for that personal service <laughs> But I, I think I can speak for a lot of MCs out there, a lot of producers as well, uh, a lot of people creating the music that you've put, you've probably put a battery in our back. You know, you've, you've kind of given us a kick in the ass and gone like, you know what, this needs to be heard and I need to hear more. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> when you're hearing that, it's like, yo, it's true, man. Yeah, I need to finish. You know, you start <laughs> thinking like that. So uh, yeah, I really appreciate that, man. 100%. Well. It's yeah. funny because I, when I was talking to Leap Dog uh, at the Four Alec concert, he said, "He goes, you don't understand, man. Anytime I'm feeling down about myself, mm. me and BBA, we just throw on your wow. reactions to, yeah. to our songs, and then we we get like regenerated, uh, you know. rejuvenated. It's true, man. Yeah, it's rejuvenated. True. Yeah, it's true. And bro. I just, just to hear someone go like, you know, hold on, nah, I got to stop that. Hold on, he said, and then he said, duh, 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 duh. And you're just like." Wow. Yeah, I want to write some more shit. You know, I know exactly what <laughs> people are talking about because that's the feeling you get, man. So, yeah, we, right, I'm telling you, on behalf of UK Hip Hop, we appreciate you, Canadian dad. Well, I appreciate you. you guys. Please don't stop, man. We'll keep it going as well. We'll make sure you got more shit to react to, man. You wrote well, you got 600 odd tracks to work through, but you know, <laughs> keep them, keep them coming, man. I don't, I don't care. Like, I have no plans of going anywhere. Um, as long as people continue giving a shit what I have to say, then I'll continue doing it. Um, I mean, kind of, uh, I mean, the fact that I kind of, you know, I bought an MPC 
because I mean, you guys inspired me, right? So, ah. you know, it brought brought me back to that time in my life. And so it's like, you know, I bought an MPC, and um, you know, it was Cashmere that said to me, you know, I I've sent him music. I've sent uh, I'm working with the, uh, DJ Frenick, mm. uh, talking to CFAX. Um, all these guys have said, you know, like just do it. Like you never know where it's going to take you. I was worried, like it's like you know, I'm an outsider in one way. So if I start making beats, is it going to make me um, feel like I'm overstepping? And it was, and it was Cashmere who said, no, like just, just do it, man. Make your beats, put it out there. Um, and I put them on my channel because I've wanted, I want to stay accountable. Mm. That's kind of something I, I try to do too. Like if I'm going to do something that even though they're, they may be shitty, I'm going to put it out. Uh, people can hear it. And, and, but I want to, I want to continue growing and, my goal is by the end of the year, uh, sometime in 2023, would be have one of you cats say, I want that beat and I'm going to do something with it. Um, so, I mean, that's my goal, right? So that's kind of how I I set my mind. I want to stay that positive way, uh, keep getting better. And um, so, yeah. Yes, very important. Very nice, important to add, add some, you know, production into it because there is always room for new production definitely yeah from yeah, the outside yeah. you know coming from the outside and and uh you know it's sort of it that that is also one of the things that people need a lot of i think to help inspire them forward because there's sometimes there's there's only so many producers yeah what well, as in so many you can work with sort of thing or... there's there seems to be there's like there's a certain a number of good producers and then um everyone's working with good with the good producers in the uk and then you know they seem to be yeah, know, like yeah. working with everybody and yeah. they're spread thin so we need a bit of help from the colonies <laughs> <laughs> i did notice your hip-hop festival sounds like you want to colonize canada again with uk with the uk oh for real what's it called? It's like bringing people back over to canada oh, from the uk yeah true true <laughs> like start that's a good you know, point. spreading it again that would uh, be sick though for real yeah that would be that yeah. would be good yeah yeah, yeah. colonial exchange <laughs> hey man if i if i ever have the monetary if i ever have the monetary um ways of doing that i, I guarantee you i'll make it happen uh, it's just a matter of, of getting the money yeah no, it'd be good I, I think i think everyone should club in for your for your visit though next april think that's one thing that i would say that people should be f trying to help fund really yeah you're, hey, man, you're, 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 you're a couple of events you're like a you're like a sort of um emissary you know you're sort of taking something from the uk back to canada and trying to sort of help spread it out you know so you're sort of an ambassador in a way i suppose an ambassador in in canada i think taking it worldwide yeah yeah worldwide. taking it worldwide yeah exactly yeah, you know what, and I appreciate it. Actually, when I was in, when I was talking to Blade, he suggested the same thing, doing like a GoFundMe, and yeah. like I know, I know it kind of sounds hokey, but seriously, man, like I would much rather people pay for a ticket to go to the, the show than it would be if you're there. The if ticket. you're there, they'll go. They'll so be on it. You yeah. go to the yeah, show, I mean, and that, they'll come. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like I'd rather, I'd rather somebody, you know, and if I'm. If I'm not there, like I'd much rather somebody take that money and support you guys than to send me five bucks to go to put towards my plane ticket, right? 
Mm. Um, that's all I'm saying is like, I'll, I, I'm, I've already started saving up. And the second that I got home, mm. I started saving up for my next <laughs> trip. I, I was actually going to come in September because right. I wanted to go to that, that Manchester show, um, that high focus. Oh, that high focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then my, my, my soon to be wife had said to me, listen, it's two weeks before our wedding. The last time you went there, you got COVID. Do you think it's a good idea? And I was like, yeah, you're probably, you're probably, probably not a good idea. So I, I couldn't go. Um, but I, I've been saving up, man. I'm going to go, I'm going to be there in April unless the world goes sideways again, which I really hope it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but if there's, if there's, there's no reason why I won't be there. Um, Unless, unless the whole scene revolts against me for some reason, uh, um, I very much doubt that, man. Sure. <laughs> well, yeah, you're always sure welcome that, here, anyway. Yeah, man, definitely. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be some events on as well in it around that time. We'll make sure. I'm, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll just. Yeah, I'll make sure Theo's got something on or something. Can yeah. Shout out to DJ Two Seven Nine. Um, he's make sure Two Seven. Yeah, he's got, he's got his uh, flavor of the month is back on. Mm. Um, at the OT Islington. And he's gonna have an open mic session as well there. So people need to start getting on down. You know, things are happening again. Trust that. I think what's happened is um we've kind of gone come back round. There's always a cycle of like what the clubs want played there, and we've come back round to where they want a bit more hip hop stuff now. Mm. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. So yeah, man, I'm sure there'll be some uh, a lot going on when you come down in April, brother. That'd be awesome. Yes, man. It's been wicked chatting to you, man. Yeah, it's been great. Thank you so much, man. I had a I lot of fun. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope you did, man. Yeah, we definitely got to do it again. Um, man, please keep what, doing what you're doing. Um, like, I can see doors are opening for a lot of people. Um, like you said, man, you've got people listening in and saying, look, thank you for uh, putting me on to so-and-so, like different artists. That's just going to keep on happening now. You know what I mean? So we really appreciate it, man, over here telling you. Because, uh, yeah, it, like if, if so many more people did this, like the sort of support that you're showing um, the UK scene, man, like it's so obvious that it'll go other places. We can only do as much as we can do, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, it's a lot of love, I'm telling you, a lot of love from the UK scene to the Canadian dad for sure. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate you, man. Well, I appreciate you guys. Man. I have nothing but love for you guys. And um, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing and do what I can. I mean, I've, I've noticed on the channel, I've been getting more comments on older videos, mm. uh, which means there's new eyeballs on the channel, exactly. which is exactly. a good thing. So hopefully we keep growing. Um, I keep, I usually don't say it, but I've been saying it recently, like, you know, like and subscribe and share it because that's the only way that YouTube will actually like promote my videos and by promoting me that you know, you're helping the artists that you love. So, yeah, man. um, you know, do what you can to get it out there. And yeah, the more, the more people that see it, the more people will realize how great it is. So. Exactly. man. That's we just posted the, um, uh, the channel there, Canadian dad reacts and that's on the YouTube. Make sure you lot subscribe. You know what I mean? Show a lot of love. Um, it's yeah, and it's so important for the UK scene, man. So make sure you lot show as much love as you can. There's a lot of thumbs up, 100, some claps, fire emojis up in there. Shout to the common sense is locked in, man, and all the silent listeners as well, man. 
Um, so your advice for artists, finally, um, to get their videos to you, what would you say would be the best way? And what, you know, what, what kind of, um, would you make sure, how do you make sure the quality is there so you don't have to waste your time? Uh, the best way to do it is through Instagram, through DM. Uh, if you're if you're not following me or if I'm not following you, I still get them in my messages. Mm-hmm. Um, and a YouTube, it has to be a YouTube link. I get a lot of Spotify playlists and stuff, but mm. I mean, I I, I kind of made it an early thing where it's like it's got to be a YouTube video. It doesn't have to be a video, but it has to be on YouTube because um, otherwise, I just open myself up to just madness. So. Um, has to be on YouTube one way or the other. Uh, and what I always do, I'll give it, if I haven't heard of an artist before, I'll give it the first minute, I'll react to it. And if I'm not feeling it, I just stop. Mm. Um, but I, but that doesn't mean, I don't want people to stop sending me stuff. Like if, if your first time you don't get on, if your second time you don't get on, it doesn't mean you're not gonna get on. It's just keep sending me stuff. And I mean, I've seen, I've seen tremendous, growth in artists that I that I've had uh, on the channel mm. um so I mean and like I said I pick at random now so mm. there's no you can send me something tomorrow um and you know you may get on the channel before someone that sent me something two years ago mm. um that's just how it works mm-hmm. uh unfortunately because I only get to do one a one a day um and like today I didn't do one right and like I said tomorrow I'll be doing most likely that Wishmaster track mm. that dropped um, oh, yeah, uh, today. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. right. So there again, that there's, there's that list is going to have to wait again. Mm. And Lord knows what's going to drop on Friday. Yeah. Um, if anything <laughs> drops on Friday and it's an artist that I, that I adore, then I'm going to do it. Right. Cause mm. that's the thing too, is this channel started off for me uh, finding good music and that you um, enjoy. Right. So that's, so that's the thing. I'm going to do it for me first. And then, you know, and it, for me, it's it's kind of um, selfish for me. But at the same time, the more music that you guys make, um, it's great for me because I mean, I got great music. Mm. So it's a little bit selfish that way. But <laughs> um, but yeah, man, just keep sending me stuff on on Instagram. It never hurts to remind me sometimes because I do have six hundred tracks. Just to say to me, I don't want to be a pain in the ass. But if you had a chance mm. to look at it. Uh, sometimes that helps, man, just to give me a reminder that it's there. Um, and yeah, that's all I can say, man. Keep doing what you guys are doing. Keep making great music. Um, the quality of music over there is just remarkable. Like I said, I'm not blowing smoke up my ass. It is the best music on the planet. I don't even think that's debatable. Wow. Um, so keep doing it. Mm. Keep making the music, man. Jeez. Give it up. Give it up, ladies and gents. Canadian dad, that's it. Canadian dad reacts on uh, Instagram as well as um, the YouTube. Make sure you like hit him up and support, man, because boy, that's levels right there. That's levels, man. Thank you for coming through on the podcast, King. We Thank appreciate you. you, man. Thank yes, you. Yes, man. Thank you, gentlemen. That was some shit you might not never know nothing about. Canadian dad reacts, man. Boy, telling you, man. That that kind of love there, you know, that's next level. Do you know what I mean? Man's got the tattoo, like came, came all the way as well. And the fact that he got to meet people as well, that's beautiful, man. And it just shows how much, uh, you know, 
obviously there's a lot of love out there, but just shows how much we need to expand it even more. So a lot more people get to appreciate the music in the same way, man. You know, yeah, that's beautiful. Canadian dad right there, man. Shout out to the people that was locked in, all the common senses, man. You're more bigger, man. Nice one, JM. Blue Fliggy, Regentology. Jeez. Yes, man. I see you lot. I see you lot. Shout out to Mr. Green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. William Space Boy. Oh, wait. So, Mass Detective. I see he changed his name, innit? Yeah, I see you somewhere, man. Where is it? Shout out to Robbie Love. Oh, big up all the crew that was locked in, man. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, man. People were going in as well. Definitely, man. You know what I mean? Look at the beauty of that, man. Look at the beauty of that. At first, it's like, ah, yeah, I don't know about UK hip hop. Then next, it's like, you know what? All right, I'm going to listen to this shit. And then, bam, from there, like, yo. And that, like, uh, you know, I remember even that hitting me, like, learning about the UK hip hop scene. I didn't really know it was all in. Bam, yeah. you go to Mudlands. You know, you go to um, Apricot Jam. Like, there was all these different events. You're like, right, Scratch. Mm. And all that was on. Like, yo, there were all these different artists. So it really is like a, a labyrinth, you know, of music that you're into as well. You're like, oh, okay, there are more people doing this. Yeah. Shout out to Alan Stephen. Really, he's like a, he's like a sort of, it's a, it's like a sort of modern DJ thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because That's the other now, thing. He's yeah. doing mixed, where he said about the Sweet 16 thing, he's sort of like a mixtape. You're like getting a preview of, you know, he's not doing any comments on it, but at least he's highlighting 16 tracks that, mm. you know, one verse and a chorus of each one or something, mm. and it's quickly cut together and you get to listen to it, you know, and just highlighting people's tracks without, you know, and then yeah. now he's saying he's moving on to making beats, you know, so yeah, yeah, got yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing that he's got an ear for the music. Mm. And he's sort of, he's obviously, you know, feels it and feels what vibe people are looking for and all yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. And it's <clears throat> the other side about the DJ thing is um, like, this is what it used to be about is the DJ would do a mixtape or they'd be playing live or they'd be doing a radio show and saying, this is dope. You should listen to this. Mm. This is sick. Check out this. This is it. But now it's turned into the kids telling the DJ, I want to hear this. I want, you know, would you not want to hear? Like that kind of thing. That's how the DJ is going on now. So I switched it up. But yeah, he, it's sort of like he's transcended what the DJ used to be about mm. in a way and flipped it into like yeah. YouTube videos, you know. And it's yeah. really smart, man. Really smart idea, man. Shout out to DJ Locke in the building. Yeah. Shout out to Don Smithard. You know what I mean? Shout out to Mark Garvey. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was a very interesting uh, conversation right there. Big up Gleam, Black Einstein, all the people that were locked in, man. We appreciate the common senses each and every time. Yeah, there it is. Street, what's that? Streetwise Spirituality UK. Yeah. That's Mass Detective. Detective yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, bam. So we know it now. Shout out to Padmatic, all the people that were locked in, man. Yo, that was Canadian Dad right there. Something you might not never have known nothing about. Do you know what I mean? Showing there are different ways that you can support artists. There's so many different ways. 
you and the beautiful thing is he, he was creative enough at a time when it felt like wow i ain't got nothing to do like i want to do something bam mm. something like you come up with that and like i can see that that's gonna take off there's gonna be some next levels to what he's doing you know um your more was talking about it's interesting that he's popped up when it seems like there's a uk hip-hop revival and mm. i think it's very true tied in with david and dawn's nature of reality you know mm. things, oh, things happen for a reason <laughs> you never know you might need to tune in for some more <laughs> you might not never know nothing about but yo we appreciate you mother lovers we gotta get up out of here do you know what i mean we've got work to do appreciate you dan dna for holding down the boards keeping us appreciate you my sticky float in the submarines you know what i mean this is what this is. People wonder why we're always deep in the ocean. I'm in a sub. That's why it's dark where I am, and then you're under yeah. the sea. So we're yeah. just, you're in the the uh, lookout dome. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Shout out to Blue Fliggy, Alexander yeah. Morrison, all you mother lovers, man. Yo, we'll be back next week, I believe, with, uh, oh, yeah, Clint Richardson. So do your Googles on that. Do you know what I mean? And we'll be going, we'll be deep diving next week. If all goes well, shout out to Vinny B for making it happen. And if it happens, yo, we'll be deep diving, man. Shout out to Robbie Love. He says, beer, what's that? Beer and rap, peace and love, people. Yeah, CDR reminded me of a fair few artists that I had slept on. Yep, you're definitely right, man. There's mm. quite a few artists out there that don't need no more sleeping on, man. We got to wake up the town with this bitches and bitches. <laughs> wake up the town. All right, love you lot, man. Yo, you know how it goes. This is some shit you might not never know nothing about. My name is Mice Diggy. That's Dan DNA. And guess what, mother lovers? We're out.